Hello, hello, everyone. This is Danielle Sweely, your host of Coffee Chit Chats with Danny. Welcome to episode number three of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening to the first two or watching if you are using the YouTube platform for this. Um, yeah, thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate you guys listening to me babble about just whatever. Um, I am recording this episode on Easter Sunday, so I want to say happy Easter to everyone. Um, my mom is here with us hanging out, so I'm going to give a shout out to my mom. There she is waving. If you're watching YouTube, you can see her waving. Um, yeah, I just want to say happy Easter. You know, today we're celebrating the day that Jesus was resurrected. So we started off our day kind of rushing to get to church. Um, we were running a little bit behind. And of course, my mom showed up on time, like right when I told her to get there. So, you know, shout out to mom. And um, yeah, so we did our church service. Everett went to his class and we came right back home after just to eat together and hang out. And we're going to do an Easter egg hunt with my mom. And I also have some crafts for them to do together. That way they can like color Easter eggs and do stickers and whatnot. Um, I do want to say that right after I took some family pictures of us once we got home, I had the immediate urge to post a photo to Instagram, Facebook that I had just taken instead of, you know, maybe waiting till later until like this evening or something, or just enjoying the moment with the fact that my mom is just here hanging out and just spending the day with us. And it's totally fine if you do that, because I do that. But I've just been trying to like kind of steer away from immediately posting like what I'm doing the second I'm doing it, just so that way I can be sure to like, just be more in the moment because I do kind of struggle with feeling like sometimes I have to post things because people care when like it really doesn't matter. It's just my own complex. Um, and with that being said, today's episode is about social media. So it's just going to be kind of my views on it and how I feel it affects me and like a little bit of how I think it could affect society. But please don't fact check me on anything. Um, so I want to start out with the fact that I feel like I grew up in the generation, I guess, where social media really took off. Um, I remember when I was in middle school, all that there was was MySpace, Zanga, AOL Instant Messenger, and Bebo. And that's a lot. Four things is a lot. And I was just in middle school. And I remember my older cousin like having a few of those things. And I thought it was so cool because she helped make a like helped me make a profile. And I just I felt cool because I was hanging out with my cousin in high school. Um, so yeah, I just remember that was a thing when I was in middle school. And I even remember at that time my school district was introducing handing out laptops to students and that's how everyone was going to start submitting their work and i remember everyone was always on instant messenger on aim and the district had to block these websites because all of our attention was on that and just like chatting about i don't even know versus schoolwork and my mom is totally listening to this now so now she's going to be like oh you know you were doing that not school you know whatever and <clears throat> with that being said, phones have evolved as well. Like, I think my first phone was, it was a Virgin mobile phone. And you had to purchase top-up cards. And it was, you're just purchasing minutes, essentially, to make phone calls and texts. And 
I think the only person I really talked to was like my mom then because texting was very new, at least like for me it was with my first phone. And and even then, like that phone, you had to push each number on the keypad like three times to get to the letter C, you know, like it wasn't like a QWERTY keyboard now that we have on iPhones and Androids. So even that like phones have evolved. And I think my phone after that, I don't remember the name of it, but it was by Sprint and it was one that looked like, like a Nokia phone, but you can turn it to the side and slide it up and there was a keypad. And then I also had a Blackberry and I felt so cool. I felt like I was such a business like boss babe even though I was probably like a freshman in high school (laughs) and I thought I was just so cool having it and yeah I mean the battery sucked on that thing I remember always having to take the battery out to reset it and I would get so mad um, because that mattered to me just making sure my phone was always on and then I think my first iPhone was the iPhone 4 and I remember feeling so cool because I finally had an iPhone and all my friends had an iPhone and I finally convinced my mom hey, let me upgrade to an iPhone. And she sure did. And ever since then, I've had an iPhone. And I even got her to switch to iPhone from Android. That way, group messages aren't blue because that really bugs me. And so that way she had access to shared photo albums because I also did that whenever it was born. So back to social media. So MySpace, Zanga, Aim, and Bebo are the ones I remember being big whenever I was in middle school and high school. And now, oh my gosh, now there's Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, and I'm sure there's more. Like, I know there's one that it's still very new. It's called Lemon 8, and I signed up for it to see what it's about. And it's kind of cute, but I feel like it's going to die off pretty quick or it's going to get flooded by influencers, Um, but it's... It's kind of like if Pinterest, TikTok, and Instagram had a baby where it's all supposed to be like inspo pictures and I guess like videos, kind of like how Pinterest is. But then there's a for you page like TikTok where you show what you like. And of course, there's going to be an algorithm where when you spend a certain amount of time on certain things or people's pages, it's going to show you similar stuff that it thinks you may like. And then Instagram, I kind of mean like old Instagram where there wasn't pressure to like over filter your photos or maybe it was a little bit more artsy. And that's kind of still a thing now, but I feel like now Instagram is flooded with influencers. And there's even like conservative social media platforms now. I don't know if you guys know that, but there is. So there's something called Parler, which is supposed to be a little bit more of a conservative version of Twitter, even though Elon Musk has acquired Twitter, and since he kind of started overseeing it, I guess, it's become a little bit more conservative. Um, There's also something called Rumble, and that is supposed to be like the conservative version of YouTube. Like, there's just so much, it's hard to keep up, and it makes me think, like, when is this going to stop? Is it ever going to stop? Like, social media, I know, will never go away. There's just going to be something newer, something cooler, something more fun, something to get our attention Um, but it's just crazy. Like right now we're in the middle of, I believe, I mean, you could fact me, fact check me on this one, please. But I think we're in the middle of Congress trying to do a nationwide ban on TikTok, which is insane to me. Um, it's just crazy. Like that's the time that we're in where we're trying to ban social media apps. Um, I understand 
like in your home, you want to limit what your kids are exposed to on social media. And that's something I'm going to get into later. Um, but it's just crazy to me. Like that's the time that we live in where what's important right now is banning a social media app. But yeah, so I'm going to stop on that now. Um, so the other day I was listening to a podcast called Formed. And it's a podcast that three pastors from my church started. And they said this one quote that stuck with me. And it's that our attention is used as a currency. We are influenced every day, all day. And just that idea that our attention is a currency. It's very true. In the sense, like if you've watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, like there's all these brands and um, I guess just tech companies in general that they've all created this software that can track your individual data. And, and in this documentary, they explained why they left, how they were stealing data and how they measure how long you're on one post. And then they'll target you with specific ads and post to you to keep your attention and to make that money in hopes that you click and you buy. Um, and they also talk about how social media's design nurtures your addiction to maximize their profit and its ability to manipulate our views, emotions, behaviors. It even can spread conspiracy theories, incorrect information. And in return, I feel like all it does is just affect our mental health. Um, so I feel that we... I feel that personally, I used to compare a lot on social media because it's very easy to. You see everybody posting the highlights of their life. So, of course, it's going to come off as, wow, their life is so great and so perfect. But, you know, I've come to realize I do the same thing. And it's because when I'm in the middle of a low, I don't want to share that. I don't want to post it. Or if Everett is being crazy, I'm not going to get my phone out and record it and share that with everybody. Like, no, I'm in the middle of dealing with that. And yeah, I don't want to post that, you know, because that's just not what you do. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel that there's like a pros and cons list for me. Um, I feel that for me personally, the pros are the fact that I can keep up with old, like just family and friends that I haven't talked to in a while. And, it, and it's fun keeping up with them that way. Um, now I've been using it to monetize and make a little bit of money on the side just for fun. I use um, a couple apps to do that, a couple of discount codes. And it's fun because it's for products I actually do. Um, and I also love it because... I love that it's almost like a digital photo album to look back on for memories. Um, but at the same time, you know, I just have my photos app on my phone. And what I hate about that is that it's just sitting there um, when I can get those printed. But that's like a whole other thing I can get into. And then the cons for me is like, yeah, I can keep up with old family and old friends. But because I'm doing that online... It's not making me have this urge to reach out and say, hey, let's go get coffee and catch up because I feel like I'm caught up. I see what you're doing. I see what you're up to. So I don't feel the need to like reach out to people or like old friends or something whenever I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like I see you on Instagram or I see you on Facebook. And yeah, that's something I've actually thought about recently. And I was talking to Justin about that. And then also just cyberbullying. Like I'm so tired of, 
that and like cancel culture like it's just kind of like enough is enough you know people are gonna make their mistakes and at some point they got to be held accountable and not everybody has that circle that will hold them accountable for whatever actions they do um and there's always going to be bullying there's oh that's just always going to be a thing but it's just so exhausting like seeing stuff like that in the headlines of like kids doing that to each other at school and then there's social media I think Snapchat specifically being used for threats on schools and just all the distractions that social media can be for kids nowadays because again like yeah I grew up with social media kind of on the rise and at its peak now but I feel like the kids now they're growing up to where all they've known is Instagram and all the filters on Instagram and how it can alter your face and all the AI stuff and Facebook and TikTok and Snapchat like that's all that they're growing up with now to where it's almost like do they even have a sense of reality because they're just on their phones the whole time and like I can be that way too but I feel like I'm one of probably the last I guess generation or whatever where it's almost like I can tell when I'm about to like be a little too engulfed with my phone to where I'm like, you need to take a break. Um, but I just feel like now, I mean, I feel like I just don't understand how I'm going to be able to, I guess, figure that out whenever and some are older, because who knows what it's going to be like, who knows what kind of stuff there's going to be like in the social media world, like who knows what kind of filters there's going to be like, it's something I think about all the time when I see specifically filters on Instagram because that's what I use I use Instagram the most like for stories and everything I don't have Snapchat anymore I barely use TikTok I mean I do make TikToks when I feel like it um, but I don't ever open it and I feel like TikTok is still trying to figure out what I like because I really open it whenever people send me TikToks so it's kind of giving me an algorithm based on that right now so it's kind of all over the place for me but anyways yeah so I use Instagram the most and I always see like there's just these filters that they just alter your face so much to where I don't even recognize myself like when I use like the high cheekbones the plump lips and it's just like yeah like that's I mean cool you look beautiful you look cool but like I think in the sense of my daughter is gonna grow up probably on Instagram I'm sure and see these filters and god knows what it's going to be like again when she's in high school and what if she has all these insecurities and it's because she doesn't look like these filters that people are creating or she doesn't look like these filtered photos that people are posting where they've clearly used facetune or they're just using the filters that are just within instagram or whatever other apps there are i'm sure there's more i don't look into it i don't use them so i don't i don't know but that's something i think about is just how is that negatively going to affect my kids? And I feel specifically my daughter, because again, I feel like it's more of a, a girl's kind of world, social media. And I feel like guys do it to like talk to girls and maybe show off some of their stuff. But I do feel like mentally it's more of a girl's thing. And that is something that I'm going to have to face at some point with summer. And it's going to drive me nuts because I can't be a hypocrite and tell her, no, you can't have it because I've tried everything. Like, I can't do that. But I think because I have the experience with 
most social media platforms that are out, I'll be able to know, I hope at least I'll be able to know to kind of how like, not redirect her, but maybe just like teach her a little bit better, like what to avoid, you know, how you can use it in a good way, like in a positive way, make sure you give yourself some boundaries and limit your time on there. Like you don't want to just be in your phone. Like I want my kids to be outside too. Like, so yeah, that's a whole thing. And I also personally feel like sometimes I feel like it can potentially give less depth to people. Like what if, you know, you're just so into your social media to where like, I'm worried about having conversations with people and all that, all the depth that there is to them is just their social media. Like that's all that there is. Like I like having real hard conversations. Like I like talking about religion. I like talking about politics. And what if, what if I talk to someone and the most depth that they're going to tell me is like how many, I don't know, how many likes they got on something. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of something random, but yeah, like that's something I think about too. Like, do we all have less depth because we are all constantly on our phones or constantly on social media? Like sometimes I feel like I have less depth and that I don't know what to talk about. And it's not only because in 2020, I was like sent home for work from home already. And then we never went back to work. So sometimes I feel like I've just forgotten how to talk to adults And then also I was home with Everett. So like during that whole time, so I was just talking to a baby the whole time. Um, So sometimes for me, like it's that, it's the fact that I feel like I don't know how to talk to people because I didn't have much like face-to-face adult interaction during that year. Um, And even now, like it's just me, a two-year-old and a baby. So, you know, sometimes that interaction for me is just texting people or it's social media it's talking to people and messages like and yeah I would just hate it if the most depth that you would get from me is going to be what I fear that I would get from somebody else and that's just whatever your life is like on social media is all that there is and wow I'm talking a lot because I didn't realize how passionate I am about this and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I do use social media. Like, I'm not saying that I'm just going to stop using it, although I have thought about it, but realistically, I'm never going to stop using it. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like sad when I think about it because I just don't want, I find myself constantly scrolling. Like, if I'm bored, I won't find something to do. Like, usually I'll just open my phone and I'll just refresh my Instagram feed And I'll just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just seeing the same 10 people because the algorithm shows me the same 10 people. Um, So, I mean, like, you know, they're cool. And I'll watch some people's stories. And and then all of a sudden, 30 to 45 minutes has gone by. And it's just like, wow, I was really that distracted and like that into my phone that half an hour has gone by. Like, I could have cleaned the bathroom. (laughs) I could have done that. I could have started reading a new book. But... Time flew by because I was just like re-looking at everything on Instagram or Facebook or opening up a TikTok and then getting into like a, what is it, like a a dark hole or a black hole on it. And yeah, it's, it's just a lot. And, you know, I think Justin and I talked about this a little bit on the Parenthood episode where he, he has social media accounts, 
but he has deleted the apps, so he doesn't use them unless he needs to get on Facebook and to like, I think he said he uses it to like buy bike parts. I don't know what he does, but yeah. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> like that's, that's kind of like goals. Like you just don't care. You just, you just don't care. You just kind of live your life. And when I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of sad because like, I, I love the pros of social media and I know the cons and I know I give in to like my own cons all the time. But just the fact that I think that Justin doesn't really use social media is like a goal. Like, I feel like that's kind of sad for me because I'm just like, wow, like that's just the world we live in where it's almost like everyone's doing social media and not doing social media is cool. Is that, I hope that kind of clicks with y'all. I don't know. Anyways, and I, and I, and I'm saying that because it's just a distraction and I'm going to give you guys an instance of a distraction where Okay, so there was one time I had Everett with me, and I was pregnant with Summer. I was on my way to a checkup, and there was this girl who kept swerving really hard and into my lane, and she was in the middle lane, coming into my lane on the right. She kept going into the left. I'm just like, what is this girl doing? And my first assumption is always that they're on their phone texting or something. This girl, she was taking selfies. She had no tint on her windows. So I was able to fully see what she was doing at a red light. And whenever we would take off, she was still doing it. I'm like, who cares about your selfies that much to where you're about to run a bunch of people off the road? Like, oh my gosh, I'm getting, I'm getting starting to feel hot because it's making me so mad thinking about how that happened and how she almost hit us. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like I would have lost my cool completely on this girl. Because she thought it was more important to be taking her selfies her entire drive. I don't know if she was on Snapchat or what, but I could clearly see on her phone screen was her face. And she was just, like, posing. Like, why do you have to do that when you're driving, you guys? Like, why? There's You're risking your life and other people's life. Like, ugh, she just drove me nuts. But, yeah. So there's an instance of distraction I had probably in the last six months, I guess. And then I feel that... There's like a lot of groups on Facebook to join. And I used to be part of like uh, mom groups. There were just like random ones where it was like baby led weaning and some other stuff like from whenever it was younger. And I removed myself because I went there for like, hmm, like ideas for some baby led weaning food meals or just recommendations, suggestions. But it's like anytime anyone posted a photo, there'd be like 20 women just going in on this one girl about how she's a terrible mom because she cut a grape incorrectly. It's just like mom communities are supposed to be, or like mom groups are supposed to be like the most supportive. And in my my experience, they are the most critical. Like they're harsh and it's so toxic. It's like, we're all in this together, you guys, and y'all are just going in on these poor people asking you if they cut something correctly to start trying to do baby led weaning for their, I don't know, seven or eight month old. It's like, my gosh, like no wonder, no wonder moms get all like insecure and anxious because they're getting judged for doing their best and trying and they're going to these pages for support and they're getting annihilated, like just completely annihilated. So 
that's another tangent. And I feel like this is just full of tangents. So I'm going to try to slow myself down. (laughs) So I'm going to go back (laughs) to uh, Meta, Facebook and Instagram. They recently rolled it out into the U.S., Um, to where you can do a subscription for the blue verified check mark and it's $14.99 a month and you're paying essentially for a verification that way people know it's you with the verified badge um, active account monitoring to avoid someone impersonating your identity your account and direct support with Instagram for any issues you've had and what I also read was exclusive extras such as stickers only available to those subscribed. And I feel like that's all great, especially if, you know, you're an influencer, or you have your own business. And, you know, a lot of people like some of the influencers I follow, the mom influencers, some of them have had their accounts like they've had to restart accounts. Um, there was one fitness girl from Dallas. I know she had to get a new Instagram account because I, I guess someone hacked it. So like. I think some people that are already established are using it for that, but I almost feel like there is no way I am going to pay $14.99 a month to Instagram, to Meta, whatever, to have my Instagram and Facebook accounts verified. Like, there's no way. There's no way I could justify that. That's There's no way I could ever justify that to Justin being a thing where I'm like, hey, can we... Can we add this to our budget where I can just have a blue check mark? No, that would never happen. Um, and I think it's like, I think it's interesting to like have it. Like I used to think it was cool, but now I feel like if you're not really trying to like, I feel like if you're not trying to make a name for yourself, I just don't know like what's the point unless you just really just have that 15 bucks a month to blow. But I just personally, I just can't get with it. And I almost wonder if eventually it's going to be a thing where it's going to be cool to not have it because everybody's going to want to do it because it's kind of like you have this clout like online whenever you have the blue check mark. But I don't know, like me personally, like I don't care. (laughs) I just don't care. And I'm not like I'm not an established person. I'm not trying to like chase a big dream of mine. I have no reason to do a blue check mark. So that's why I feel like I'm just never going to give them 15 bucks a month. I'm just, that's just never going to happen for me. Yeah, (laughs) I just, I just don't care enough for it. And then another thing I see, I guess it's kind of a con is, well, at least for us, like normal people, I feel like a con for us is there's too many trends to keep up with to where it can create financial stress within your family or yourself. And there's just so many trends and like pressure of things to buy because we have all these influencers like pushing things in our face, which is fine because some things I buy because I'm like, okay, I was actually looking at that and you know, three or four of you are trying it. I don't see that you guys are getting paid to try it. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let myself be influenced here and buy something, which is what I did with the Stanley cup. Here you go on YouTube. I'm not going to show the brand name, but it's a Stanley cup. Um, yeah, so I was influenced by that for sure. Um, but there's other places you can get a 40 ounce tumbler with a handle. You can get them at Target. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them on Amazon and they're not 40 bucks and they can also keep your water cold. 
and they look the exact same and they're spill proof. It's just a lot. It is a lot. And it's a lot when people feel like they have to keep up with these trends. And it's like, okay, you realize like we, we all have to realize myself included. We all have to realize a lot of these people are getting like they're established. They're making money. They're bringing in money from brands. They're influencers. Like they are being paid to post, to share. Some of them just buy it with their own money and they're like, Hey, y'all got to buy this. This is awesome. I don't have a code, but I love it so much. I want to get one. And that's cool too. Like it's cool whenever they seem like they're being pretty honest. And, and I would hope that they're being honest when they say that. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's just a lot of stress. I feel like just unnecessary because we all feel like we have to have whatever is in. And then it's like, that's going to go out of date soon. It's going to be out of style. No one's going to care in five to 10 years. And here we are flipping out about Stanley cups, Lululemon, whatever, anything. And even like Starbucks every day. Just, I mean, I wish I could afford not Starbucks, probably Dutch bros every day to post a pic saying I have it. I mean, honestly, if I could do Dutch bros every day, I would, but like even that, even just going to get coffee every day, just to post a pic, like here's my coffee order. Like, I mean, I do that all the time. So I'm not saying that that's ridiculous or anything, but I'm just saying like over time, if you do that every day, you know, a grande iced coffee for me is, I don't know if it's down to the penny, but it's like $5.46, a grande iced coffee. That is nothing. Okay. I need a venti iced coffee, but I get grande. And if I were to do that every day, that's 35 bucks a week plus tax. Excuse me. No, like that's ridiculous. And then I feel like, you know, social media can also affect your relationships with your spouse, your family, you know, just if you don't set those boundaries and, you know, maybe you're just scrolling too much at dinner. And that's why I like to implement like a no phone rule at the dinner table. And sometimes I find myself not following my own rule and I'm like picking up my phone, scrolling. I'm like, oh dear God, like I am being a hypocrite right now. And sometimes, you know, Justin can't do that. And we mentioned that in the first episode as well, because, you know, sometimes he's the manager on duty and he has to have his phone on him. Um, But just for me and then like whenever he actually can, um, we'd like to try to implement that rule where there's no phones at the table. There's no there's no tech distractions because I don't want, I mean, summer's too little, but like, I don't want Everett seeing that we're doing that. And then him think like he can just bring whatever tech of his that he will eventually have to the table and just scroll on it because I want us to have talks. I want us to, what we, what we actually do every night for dinner is we do highs, lows, and like, what was it highs lows and things we wish like we could have changed like done differently or whatever was like the most fun thing and yeah we do that every night for dinner and Everett's is usually the same his is like like he'll say that his high is playing big dirt trucks or going on the swing going to the playground and his low is when he got upset because I told him no And what he had most fun doing was playing with a neighbor. Like his are always the same, but like, I just want that to be kind of like a tradition or like a ritual. I don't know, whatever the correct word is for that, but just something we do every 
evening where we're together at the table. We're not all on our phones, just doing whatever. And I don't know, that's important to me is to make sure that we are actually immersing in conversation with each other and not heads down on our phones. Like that'll drive me nuts if they ever try to do that. Um, so yeah. And then I kind of want to revisit the influencing just very briefly. I feel that if you all, I feel like we all follow the same ones, quite honestly, at least like the people, the friends I have on Instagram, I feel like we all probably follow the same influencers, all the mommies and stuff from Dallas. Um, and we all see that they're promoting the same products the same days. And that's because there's a calendar set for that. So I, I'd use like to know it to make some money. I use it to monetize a little bit and you know, it's cool. And I only share things that I actually like or that I will actually buy, but there is a calendar that they send out. It's a content creation calendar. That way you can plan things out. They use data from previous years. Like it's, it's all the same. And then specific brands that maybe aren't part of whatever sales is going to be within that app they'll send influencers like a date range of when to post. So that's why you'll see the same people posting about, I don't know if I can say the brand, but like specific makeup brands or I don't know, um, food prep brands. Yeah. They all have the same stuff and there's all the same, there's just, it's all the same date range for everybody. So that's why we, I feel like we get kind of, drowned in seeing the same stuff so I've started to unfollow a lot of them that I just feel like all they do is promote things instead of sharing a little bit more about their life because for some reason I I guess selfishly or that's not the right word for some reason I feel like they owe us like they should show us what their life is like you know but they shouldn't no one has to do that um yeah no one has to do that but it's just weird whenever I see people only posting like promotions or codes. And I know I do that. Like I do post stuff because I'm just making a little bit of money, but like I try not to make that be the entirety of my feed or stories. So that might sound a little hypocritical, but like that's just kind of how it feels. So that's just how it is. Um, and then another thing about social media that I have talked about on Instagram is oversharing. So I feel like I can touch into that a little bit more this episode than I did the first episode. Maybe I shared that. I don't remember. Um, but when I had, or when I was pregnant with Everett, it was right in the middle of 2020 and all that happened in 2020. And like I said, I was sent to work from home before 2020 really took place, if that makes sense. Um, and I was home the entire time. We were never told to go back home or sorry, we were never told to go back in the office. Um, and so I was kind of like, I felt like I was kind of not missing out, but in a way missing out on stuff because I wanted to be able to go out and do things with friends and like share my pregnancy experience with friends and family. And I feel like I couldn't do that. Like it was almost like we were, we felt like we were scared or like forced into just staying at home. And everything was shut down, of course. Like, we really couldn't go really anywhere. Um, So what I ended up doing was I just took to social media. I just posted 
a lot on stories um, during that pregnancy, a lot. And even, I, I believe I did a lot as well when I had him. And for a while, I just did because that was my outlet of like knowing people were watching my stories and like some people would respond. It's usually the same people that respond and we kind of like do like little check-ins here and there and see how each other's doing. Um, but yeah, I guess for me, that was like my way of still having access to society, like still having what I felt like was kind of a conversation, even though it was essentially a conversation with myself on my stories. Um, but yeah, so I have cut back a lot on that. And I also did a huge, there's no reason for it. Like there's no reason for me to like boast about it, but I also did a huge like unfollowing spree kind of thing and like removed people just, just because I feel like there's just that thing where it's like, you're sometimes you're here for a reason or a season or whatever saying that is. And I just feel like some people were like a previous season or some people I haven't talked to in a while. Some people I don't feel like I just don't care, you know, like, like famous people and stuff. I don't know why I follow half of them. Like their life's not that interesting to me. I can just look them up if I need to. I don't need to follow them and just see them all over. Like I'd rather see people I actually know or like people from high school, see how they're doing family like I'd I would rather see them all over my feed versus celebrities and influencers so I did a huge unfollowing spree um I think I was I was pregnant with summer when I did that and then I just stopped oversharing like I still share but I try not to overdo it because I don't want to annoy myself like just by doing that and then it can also kind of just pose a danger where you know, you just post something and someone may see that, that that's where you are at the exact time. So I, I don't ever post when I'm out at places. I always wait. And then there's also like, um, scheduled posting that I take advantage of that way. I don't have to actually be at that place or I, yeah, that way I'm not actually just there and just dealing with that risk because the world is crazy. Um, yeah, so I feel like I've said a lot more cons and pros, but I'm still going to keep social media (laughs) and that's kind of backwards, but I just feel like I know my limits and, you know, I've honestly thought numerous times about just deleting everything that way it'll really force me to be in the moment. And if I want it, you know, if I see how life is not scrolling all the time or not being on social media and not checking my memories on Facebook or Instagram every morning because I do that first thing in the morning. Um, Yeah, I think about not doing that. And then, you know, depending how that goes, maybe, maybe I'm like, hey, I don't miss it. I'm chilling. Like, I'm cool with this. Or maybe I'm like, "Eh, I kind of miss it. But now that I know what it's like, I'll be even more strict with giving myself breaks because I do try to give myself breaks. Um, I, I try to give myself at least one day, one day out of the week. And that seems like nothing, but that's a lot. And sometimes it's hard for me to even commit to that because again, I'll be using the bathroom and my first instinct will be to pull out my phone and I'm on Instagram and then, oh my gosh, 30 minutes have gone by. I'm still on the toilet and I don't need to be. <laughs> my mom's laughing at me, but it's true. I do it. 
And I'm sure she does it and Justin does it. That's why he deleted his apps because he doesn't want to scroll. But anyways, like I, I try to give myself that balance and even like complete tangent, like off of social media, um, Everett was asking so much recently for um, TV time to where like he was, I could tell he was getting close to being in the stage where he would throw a fit if I didn't give him TV time. So I completely was like, nah, we are Nixon TV time. So what I did with him was in the morning, I'll get up. I'll make sure his breakfast is ready for him to eat because I was usually getting up, letting him start with cartoons for 20 minutes while I make his breakfast. And starting the morning that way would make him kind of like have this expectation that he's going to get more of that time. And I shot myself in the foot with that. I really did. But I kind of just, not kind of, I cut it out cold turkey. Um, last week, last Monday, I started doing this thing where I'll have his breakfast ready, his food is ready, and his water is ready for him on the coffee table. Um, and then I'll have an activity laid out. That way he has something to do. And I've just been getting him outside more in the morning, even when it's chilly. Like, we got sweaters and jackets for a reason. Like, he's he's fine. Um but yeah, I'm just getting him outside more and I am not lying. I wish I was lying. He has not asked for TV time. Like he was not watching TV all day at all, all week until, until, until Justin would get home from work or was done with work. Um, and I was in the middle of baking dinner and Everett would finally ask at that point, can I watch Big Dirt Trucks or Finding Nemo or Lightning McQueen or whatever else he's into? Oh, Paw Patrol. And, you know, Justin would be like, I don't know, Mom, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, he hasn't. We haven't had the TV on all day. By all means, he can have 20, 30 minutes, and that's it. And we haven't had any fits. And all it took was for me to essentially keep the boy distracted with other things. That way he doesn't have the time to even think about asking me for TV. And there's absolutely nothing, there's nothing wrong with giving your kid TV time. Sometimes you need it. And, you know, there's going to be, I feel like last week was pretty smooth sailings, but, you know, there could be a day this week where I'm like, dear God, yes, just watch some TV for a minute while I do something, you know? But yeah, anyways, so it's been, it's been pretty, I've been pretty proud of him the last week just, that break I was able to completely give him that way he can just do more things outside and we've been hanging out out front a lot but anyway so that was like a whole tangent about Everett but for me it is hard for me to do my do not disturb routine and um, what I already do is I set my phone on like sleep mode it's just another do not disturb I guess mode where um, only certain people's texts or calls will come through and then I only get notifications from our ring system. Um, but I always turn that on right around 8 o'clock when both the kids are in bed. That way those next two hours are just for me and Justin to hang out, kind of do like a date night, a game night, beer tasting, whatever we do, um, until we have to wake up summer for her dream feed. And so that's like my nighttime <laughs> do not disturb routine. But again, like I said earlier, before I went off on this Everett tangent, I do try to give myself one day and I was talking to Justin about it the other day. He's like, why not a week? Like, why not try for a week? 
And I'm like, you know what? I can't lie. It's sad what I'm about to say, but I don't think I could do a week. Mm-mm. Not, nope. There's no way I could do it. Like I have to start one day at a time. Let me, let me master the one day so that way I don't sound like a complete hypocritical fool on this episode. So I'm still working on my one days. And then I want to build up to two days, maybe like even the weekend. Like I did, I did very well. I have to say I did very well over Easter weekend. I did get my phone out this morning to scroll for a bit. And then I was like, wait a minute, stop. Like you're trying to not do it at all, all weekend. Um, yeah, so I did okay this weekend. I'd give myself like a seven out of 10 for the effort. Um, but I did get my phone out to scroll, but I had, I haven't like posted or anything, but it's really just like getting out to scroll is my trouble. Like it's, I feel like it's easy for me to not post, but it's just the fact that I can scroll just aimlessly for almost an hour on end. Like that's what gets me. But yeah, anyway, so I am working on one day and I want to push it up and maybe who knows, maybe I'll be able to do one week and it's nothing. Maybe I'll get to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to go a month. And I honestly, I honestly wanted to give it up for Lent, <laughs> but I knew I couldn't do it. Like even just sadly admitting I couldn't do a week, like that's like 40 days. There's no flipping way. And I, and I'm sure people can do that and like more power to you. But my gosh, I feel like my cons list is longer than my pros, but I'm always going to keep social media because I do love the pros of it. But I could not do it. So I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do for Lent because this would be the obvious thing to do, but I don't have the willpower or the strength to do it. So that is why I am again, broken record, going for one day, two days, three days, and then maybe just a full weekend. Um, And I even want to start doing it on trips just so that way I'm just using my phone for pictures and I'll post at the end. That way I'm just really in the moment, enjoying my time with family and all that stuff. But yeah, I feel like this whole episode was kind of just one tangent on why I don't like social media. Um, But I do like it. I do like it. There's, There's really cool things about it. And I'm not against it. I guess I'm really for it. But there's just so many pros that I think about now that I'm a mom to where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how my mom didn't want me wanting that stuff. Like, that makes sense. And then I remember, like, I don't even know if my dad listens to my podcast, but, you know, whatever. Um, She's laughing. Um, I remember, how do I say this? At my dad's old house in Arlington. Um, There were a set of rules where my sister and I could not stay up late for um, like TV or like computer. And that's fine. That's normal because all I was doing was watching MTV and my little sister did not need to be watching MTV with me late at night. But I remember getting on, I would like sneak on the, on the computer and I would like just check my MySpace and I would like redo my top five. And I really feel like People are so, okay, this is another tangent. People are so sensitive now. The sensitivity that is like on social media right now, y'all would not last a day with the top five drama of MySpace. Okay, that is how we ranked our friendship. My mom was laughing, but it's so true. That is how we ranked our friendships. And you know what? Back then, before, uh, before Chris Brown, like, you know, hurt Rihanna, 
He was probably my number one or number two in front of my own best friend. You know how mean that is? That is, my mom was cracking up, like probably like dying back there, but I'm so serious. Like you would not survive the MySpace top five. And then if you were feeling really, really like not petty, but ballsy, you would do a top three. Yeah, a top three, you guys. Anyways, so yeah, I like social media and this is only an episode just because like now I have kids. So now I'm like, oh, I feel like I've done it all. So now I know like how to approach specific apps. If you know, the apps that are huge now are going to be huge, like when they're older and they're asking me for a phone and I'm just like, God, no, but, um, you know, I can't be a hypocrite be like, nope, mommy uses it. Mommy made you a page Everett, and, and I control it. <laughs> like I made that for you from birth and Summer doesn't have one. Um, but yeah, like honestly, I made his just because like he was just a funny baby. So I was trying to pretend like I had his humor. Um, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, I guess my point is I am not against social media. I am just going on like a 50 minute tangent about it, <laughs> like how I use it, um, what I feel like the pros and cons are for myself personally, and on, you know, society too. Um, but I just feel like as long as I can maintain a healthy balance between my phone and social media and being present, I feel like, you know, I'll be a winner and I'm working on it. I'm not doing the job I thought I would be doing right now, recording this episode, but I am trying. Okay. And that is all I can do is try. So if you see me like absent on social media, I'm never going to announce it. I'm never going to be that person that's like, hey, I'm taking a break. Like I'm not going to edge sheer in it where I'm like, I'm going to take a break for a month. I'm just going to ghost and just be gone. So if you see, if you, if you even care to notice my absence, it's because I'm trying. Okay. I'm just trying. I'm trying to read more books. But the last book I read kind of killed me. Daisy and Jones and the Six. I don't know how y'all liked it. I'm sorry. I'm doing tangents again. I don't know how y'all liked it, but I couldn't do it. So yeah, that's why I'm trying to read more books because I want to have my phone down more. But I'm never going to give up social media. So it's like a double-edged sword. I'm just going in circles. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode before this is longer than it needs to be. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you for taking your precious time out of your day to listen to my podcast, period. I really appreciate it. This is a great platform for me to ramble and babble while I'm highly caffeinated. If you're on YouTube, you're seeing I'm showing you how much iced coffee I've had. Um, so yeah, it's better for me to babble on here than it is Instagram stories because I know it's annoying. Anyways, happy Easter, everyone. He is risen. <laughs> He is risen. I will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. See you later. Mm-hmm.